Hello, this is Glenda Taylor. Welcome to the One and All Wisdom Podcast. It's been a few days, a few weeks, actually a couple of months since I've made a podcast, and I'm very pleased to be back with you here today, especially today. Awe, amazement, and gratitude linger with me now, days after a women's retreat here at Earth Springs last weekend. It was a particularly impactful gathering, and at times, each of the participants, including me, found ourselves moved beyond words, beyond the ability to express what we were feeling or experiencing. Now, today, after a walk in the forest and a brief time spent in the Medicine Lodge building, I'm compelled to try to find words, however inadequate, as one way of sending out into the world some of the beauty and power of what was unpacked last weekend. The theme of the retreat was synchronicity, a term introduced by Swiss psychologist C.G. Jung back in the 1950s, referring to seemingly separate and discrete happenings that somehow resonate with each other in time and space, to make unexpected connections, connections, too, that may be meaningful only to the person they happen to, while to others they may seem random or coincidental. Yes, I know that sounds like a bunch of vague terms just strung together, but the notion of synchronicity has found its way into mainstream science, psychology, and spirituality, as well as into some over-the-top hocus-pocus, of course. But this past weekend's particular group of women, who've been meeting together with me four times a year for almost 40 years, are seasoned in keeping a balance between open-minded, imaginative exploration and grounded practicality. And that's just what we did, keep a balance between investigation and direct experience all weekend as we invited wisdom, ancient and modern and personal, to inform and participate with us in our ceremonial time together. And wow, just wow. (laughs) So I'm here to say today that the old Christian saying that when two or three are gathered in the name of what is sacred, despite whatever we may be feeling about all the discouraging and overwhelming troubles and suffering in the world now, the power of positive creativity flows forth. Even after the retreat ended, my own world keeps resonating inexplicably with coincidental happenings, as though to say, notice, here's an example. For example, after the retreat on Sunday afternoon, I was talking with two of the women still here about my feeling so much better physically lately and about my hoping to be more in touch with people in my world now and to do more work on the website, make a new podcast, and so forth. I also said that I was shy to say it, but still, I wanted somehow to get in touch with the actor Matthew McConaughey about a screenplay I wrote years ago because of a string of amazing synchronistic events. Unlikely that I would ever get a chance to connect with a movie star, I said, but hey, 
We'd been talking about synchronicity, right? So, just saying. I said all that on Sunday afternoon, and by Sunday night, both of those ladies texted me separately to tell me that they had found out that in a week, this coming Monday, there's to be a live online event with McConaughey where I can be in a chat room with him on a Zoom call, along with countless others, no doubt. I won't be able to pitch my screenplay, but I will be visible to him, the website says, on the screen in his presence. So, I'm signed up. Who knows where that may lead. And then, to continue the streak of examples of synchronicity, so you get the idea of what I mean by it, at least. Yesterday morning, I wrote myself a little list of things I need to do today. On the list was call Randall in California, call Christine in Georgia, call Diane in New Mexico, following up on my statement about being more in touch with my people, and call the air conditioning people in Crockett to ask about the paperwork I haven't gotten for the new air conditioner from two weeks ago. (laughs) I made the list in the morning, and then here's what happened. I swear it's the truth. We tend to say that about synchronicity, by the way. I swear it's the truth that it happened that way. Before I got around to calling anyone myself, Christine called me, Randall called me, Diane called me, and the bookkeeper from the air conditioning office called to say the paperwork was in the mail. She'd sent it to the wrong address. Sorry. (laughs) I hadn't called anyone. It was as though they tuned in to my intention to connect and called me. Not only that, but a short time later as I sat down at my computer to look for some possible quotations to send out after the fact to my women's group, I was googling the word resonance and and reading statements about how difficult synchronicity is to define, and the Zen saying that for such experiences, words are merely metaphors, fingers pointing at the moon. And if one confuses the pointing finger with the moon, that is a sacrilege. And while I was reading this on Google about metaphors and resonance and so forth, so help me, my grandson in Houston, out of the blue, another expression often used about synchronicity, texted me with the words, and I quote, How do you define metaphorical resonance? I just used it in a sentence because it felt right, but afterwards I was wondering if I used it correctly. End quote. He and I had never discussed that before, although it's not unusual for us to tune in to what the other one's about. But he had had no conscious idea of what I was doing or thinking at the time. But it wasn't just my grandson. I also received yesterday emails separate emails from two different individuals. One, I haven't heard from or even know where she is in the world and haven't heard from her in years, who suddenly contacted me by email to say, Grandma Glenda, I just wanted to get in touch. My people. I thought to myself so gratefully, wow. The energy we women participated in at that retreat really sent out some strong signals. And just look at how many people are resonating and responding in this field of energy. I do hope that all the good intentions and healing prayers and prayers for peace that went out will be picked up as well. 
At issue, of course, with synchronicity is paying attention, noticing, waking up to the ways that all things and all of us are always connected, and finding meaning for ourselves when, through a flash of intuition brought on by synchronistic events, we discover startling, meaningful, purposeful connections. Synchronicity is not, I think, extrasensory perception, nor is it visionary, not something weird or strange. It may be startling, but it usually involves ordinary things like phone calls or odd happenings that occur in a surprisingly new and meaningful pattern. Synchronicity is often dismissed as coincidence, and, when clearly defined, it is coincidence. Co-incidence. More than one incident coordinated somehow, synchronizing, relating. It is the relatedness that matters, especially the remote, unexpected, or unpredictable relationship that is suddenly highlighted that hadn't been seen to be there before. It is as though the great mind of the universe is always willing and certainly able to light up this bit and then that bit and then another bit of the immense background totality of everything, letting us glimpse momentarily the overall big relatedness and interaction, the meaningful, active connectedness alive in everything and in us. I can't, obviously, put this into words adequately. All last weekend I kept saying, it's as if this or that, while trying to speak about synchronicity. That's because, for me, the experience itself feels sort of elusive and almost dodgy. As soon as I try to say something definitive about it, or to assume anything at all about it, it's out of here. Cloaked, it seems, for its own reasons, when it's noticed, if at all, it occurs there on the fringes of consciousness. Any awareness of it is fleeting, uncertain, but it is persuasive in its sudden revealing of connections. Connections we didn't make, but that were made for us, it seems. Connections seemingly random, but that, if given thought, do fit into some kind of pattern, sometimes a pattern that is even hard to decipher. But we can see that it's there. It is as though a, a good librarian knew you were researching something and kept bringing more and more books or maps or Im images to you, whispering, Here, this may be related, but you can't figure out how yet. What does it mean, we say, when these things happen together this way? I certainly have learned over the years not to try to define it, to pin it down to some logical explanation. Synchronicity's meaning exists in the experience of resonant connection itself, the experience that often raises the hair on the back of one's neck or takes one's breath away momentarily. Furthermore, my experience is that there is no making it happen by an act of my own willpower, nor any being dependent on it showing up because I ask for it either. And there's certainly no taking credit for it oneself or being puffed up about being the one it happens to when it does, or again about 
owning it in any way, so to speak. As Jung himself said, quote, Any new knowledge can so seize hold of a weak head that he no longer sees and hears anything else. He's hypnotized by it and instantly believes he's solved the riddle of the universe. But that is equivalent to almighty self-deceit. End quote. No. Synchronicity comes feeling like a gift from beyond, beyond the beyond of the logical mind. It comes from a place where everything is connected, active, and resonant. One can just hopefully notice it, be grateful, benefit from it, and possibly allow oneself to be so moved by it that one knows oneself to be part of the mysterious, apparent purposefulness of it. Maybe, carefully, being aware of one's capacity for inflation or one's capacity for doing harm in any way, one can hope to be a partner, even if a very, very, very junior partner in the whole big, active, creative endeavor that is reality itself. Deepak Chopra has written, quote, Attention and intention, attention and intention, are the most powerful tools of the spiritually adept. They are triggers for attracting both a certain kind of energy and a certain kind of information. End quote. When I am struck by a moment of synchronicity, it invariably brings with it, for me, an immense feeling of awe, amazement, melting into gratitude, with an awareness of being somehow, however minimally, resonant with, responded to, guided by, belonging to, an overall pattern of transcendent meaning, an active, moving, dynamic pattern, something much bigger than my rational mind can explain. So vast and amazing and mysterious, it feels like love, and it elicits love back from me. But if I linger there in those emotions too long, my various inner villagers rush to make much of it, <laughs> to try to hold it, to hold on to it, or direct it, or even describe it. And I realize I'm trying to trap its moving experience into a kind of still snapshot. It is changed, hardened, a frozen picture of a wave instead of a moving, living wave. Whatever it is, and whatever its purpose is, it is of a very different order from ego consciousness. But the, the interactive connectedness of all things that synchronicity reveals is the most creative and most meaningful thing I know. And it is beyond words, beyond the rigid logic of language. So today, having danced around a few dry metaphors, Wishing to bless others with the joy I have felt in the last few days as the synchronistic effects of the previous weekend continue and continue, I realize I can only encourage you to continue to notice, 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 to allow meaning to emerge, even in apparently meaningless incidents, 
and also to respect the way it draws a veil over itself, probably because we humans don't have the bandwidth to deal with it more directly. And so we must hold it mysteriously sacred, respond with respect when it happens, and thus happily grow in consciousness, grow in grace. So I will just stop by reading you a few of those quotations from other people that I looked up online, as I said, hoping you can always feel the current of heart song coming from me to you. Here is a quotation from the novel <laughs> Moonflower Murders by Anthony Horowitz. I quote, Everything in life has a pattern. And a coincidence is simply the moment when the pattern becomes briefly visible. End quote. Everything in life has a pattern, and a coincidence is simply the moment when the pattern becomes briefly visible. Here's a quote by Jung himself. He said, Synchronicity is the coming together of inner and outer events in a way that cannot be explained by cause and effect and that is meaningful to the observer. The Nobel Prize-winning Danish physicist Niels Bohr, who made foundational contributions to understanding atomic structure and quantum theory, said, quote, We are trapped by language to such a degree that every attempt to formulate insight is a play on words. Close quote metaphors, a play on words. Another quote by Deepak Chopra, the Indian-American author and alternative medicine advocate. He said, quote, The coincidences are little miracles that happen every day of your life, are hints that the universe has much bigger plans for you than you ever dreamed of for yourself. End quote. Here's a quote from Sri Sachinananda, the North Indian religious teacher. Quote, At various points in our lives are on a quest, and for reasons that often remain obscure, we are driven to make decisions which prove with hindsight to be loaded with meaning. I'll read that again. At various points in our lives are on a quest, and for reasons that often remain obscure, we are driven to make decisions which prove with hindsight to be loaded with meaning, end quote. And uh, one of my favorites, <laughs> I've known for a long time, Sting, the musician with the group The Police in 1982, came out with an, an album called Synchronicity. And here are the lyrics of the song Synchronicity on that album. Quote, with one breath, with one flow, you will know synchronicity. A sleep trance, a dream dance, a shared romance, synchronicity. A connecting principle linked to the invisible, almost imperceptible, something inexpressible, science insusceptible, logic so inflexible, Causally connectable, nothing is invisible. Synchronicity. <laughs> a Russian-British Sufi teacher 
Irina Tweedy, wrote, quote, Synchronicity is a fact. Chance does not exist, cannot exist. It only looks to us in our ignorance like chance. Finding meaning. Chance does not exist. Synchronicity is a fact, she says. Now here is a famous chemist, world authority on the hydrogenation of organic compounds, Homer Adkins, who said, Basic research is like shooting an arrow in the air and where it lands, then painting the target. <laughs> and another famous scientist, physicist, Wolfgang Pauli, one of the pioneers of quantum physics and a recipient of the Nobel Prize in Physics, said, The layman always means when he says reality that he is speaking of something self-evidently known. Self-evidently known. Whereas to me it seems the most important and exceedingly difficult task of our time is to work on the construction of a new idea of reality. In the new pattern of thought, we do not assume any longer the detached observer, but an observer who by his indeterminable effects creates a new situation, theoretically described as a new state of the observed system. Now that got a little wordy, so I'll finish with one last one from the Hall of Fame professional baseball player Yogi Berra. Quote, You can observe a lot just by watching. Thank you for listening. This is Glenda Taylor at the One and All Wisdom Podcast. Join me again another time when I will touch upon any number of other subjects. Blessings upon you.